This year, Apple released not just one, but two new watches, like 2016 all over again. But instead of a Series 2 and a Series 1, we've got a Series 6 and a not Series SE. I've already reviewed the Series 6, link in the description. So now it's time to dig into the SE, but maybe not how you expect. Sponsored by Ting. So, okay, yes, straight up at the top, Apple Watch models aren't that different year over year. Just like car models, fridge models, TV models, pretty much everything. And despite how fixated on yearly upgrade cycles some of the tech community has become, literally no one, certainly not me, expects you to upgrade your Apple Watch every year, not any more than you do your car or your fridge or your TV. And sure, if money is no object and you just love your tech, or if you're on some leasing or financing plan, or you're buying this year so you can hand down last year's to somebody else, or whatever, of course, you upgrade you. And who are we kidding? If that was you, you already did you. That's why I'm aiming this review at everybody else. The 75% Apple CEO Tim Cook said were first-time watch buyers, and the vast majority of the rest who likely have an Apple Watch series less than four and are looking to upgrade after not one, but a few or more years. And what I'm gonna tell you is this, if you can afford it, get an Apple Watch Series 6. It has absolutely every one of the latest, greatest Apple Watch features. And that means you'll never find yourself missing out on something later that you want or need and could have had for just what amounts to a few dollars more a week. And that includes the computer system inside the watch, which means not only will you get more now, but you'll continue to get more over time for as long as possible going forward, increasing that value over time. And yeah, I'm talking about watchOS updates. But if you can't afford it, or if you're on the fence about whether or not you should spend your hard-earned money on a starting at $399 for Wi-Fi, $4.99 for LTE Series 6, rather than saving some cash by going with the starting at $2.79 for Wi-Fi, $3.29 for LTE SE, well, here's what you're giving up for that $120 to $170. Both displays come in 40 or 44 millimeters, high density, high contrast, but the Series 6 comes with what's called an always-on display, and that means after a few seconds, where the SE display will turn off completely, the Series 6 display will just go into always-on mode, which is slightly dimmer and less graphically intensive, but still legible. In other words, it lets you use your Apple Watch as a watch, not just when you tap it or raise your wrist to wake it up, but all the time, at any time, anytime you want to glance at it for the time or during a workout, anything like that. And for me, this feature is just such a high priority. It's something I've been asking for for years. And at this point, it's a complete deal breaker for me that would prevent me from ever going back to a non-always-on display model. If you don't care about always-on at all, though, you can absolutely save yourself some cash by going with the Apple Watch SE instead. Both the Series 6 and the SE come with all the same safety features, from fall detection to international emergency calling. So if you have an accident and you can't call 911 or whatever the local equivalent is, the Apple Watch can call it for you. And both also have noise level detection to warn you of potential hearing damage and low, high, and irregular heart rate warnings. So if the optical heart rate monitor detects anything is amiss, it'll let you know so you can go and get yourself checked out. 
And all these features really do save lives. The SE also supports a new hand-washing feature, which reminds you to disinfect when you get home and gives you a 20-second countdown while you wash up so you don't have to sing happy birthday to yourself not once, but twice. And the machine learning-based soap and water sound and hand-turning motion detection system, it works pretty good. But if I stop for any reason in the middle, I can just never get it to start up again, which is frustrating. And hilariously, if I'm cooking and food is just sizzling in the pan and I turn the pepper grinder, it'll also start the countdown, which is just, which is just too much pepper for anything but cacio e pepe. Likewise, you can use family setup for both. And that means you can give an LTE-enabled version of the SE to your children or parents who don't have or want iPhones of their own and still keep in touch with them, know that they're safe and sound just anytime, anywhere. What the Apple Watch SE doesn't have is the electronic heart rate sensor and the ECG app to go with it, the electrocardiogram app. It's not available in all countries anyway, so it may not matter to you if it isn't available in yours. But if it is, in coordination with your doctor, it can help you keep better track of your heart health. And it also doesn't have the new pulse oximeter, which means it can't measure blood oxygen. Apple has made this a wellness feature, not a medical feature, so it's available everywhere. But if you need something with medically certified accuracy, or you don't need anything like this at all, again, it may not just matter to you. If you're a high level or more extreme athlete or have very specific health and wellness needs, or you're just a complete nerd like me who likes to have and test out all of these cutting edge features, they can be great to have. If not though, then you can totally go with the SE and save some money by not having them. Aside from the ECG and blood oxygen apps can run all the same watchOS 7 and watch app store apps. Things like maps, messages, mail, just everything you'd expect on a modern computer watch and much of what you'd expect on a modern computer phone as well. Also, new features like the hand washing I mentioned and like sleep tracking and watch face sharing. And I covered a lot of this basic functionality in my Apple Watch Series 6 review. So I won't repeat it here, but if you're completely new to the Apple Watch, make sure you check it out and hit that subscribe button and bell so you don't miss any videos in the future. And it's really what separates the Apple Watch from longer battery life, but less functional fitness bands and watches. Features cost battery life. The more a device can do, the more battery life it eats up doing it. So just like you need to charge your smartphone every day, you'll need to charge your almost as smart watch every day as well. And if you really want an Apple Watch, but want as much battery life as possible, and the new faster charging feature that goes with it, you can get an Apple Watch Series 6 and just turn off some of those features, like the always-on display and the heart rate monitor during workouts. And that'll lower power draw. But personally, I hate trading utility for battery. I would much prefer to charge and use again. But again, you charge you. The Series 6 will also launch apps faster and apps will work faster on it. If you've never had or used a Series 6, you won't notice a difference, but just don't use a Series 6. You also don't get the U1 chip on the SE, which is Apple's new ultra wide band spatial positioning chip. It's not actually used for anything right now on the watch, but Apple says it'll eventually be used for car key style features like iOS 14 is bringing to the iPhone. And of course, it's almost certainly gonna be used for the next generation Find My Network features whenever those start rolling out. So it just depends if you wanna be a little bit more future-proof or not. What you don't get anymore, at least not in the box, is an AC adapter. 
Apple says it's to combat e-waste. But for anyone new to Apple Watch, it means scrounging for or just sharing an existing adapter, plugging into the USB-A port on a PC or power bar, or coughing up some extra cash to buy a separate adapter. So I still wish Apple would make it a discount option at checkout for the people who really do need it. In terms of fitness, the Series 6 and the SE are the same. Same activity tracking for stand, exercise, and move rings. And with watchOS 7, you can finally, legit finally, change your stand and exercise goals so you can have hardcore or even light or rest days if you want. Also, same workouts available, same digital compass and you always on altimeter if you prefer those workouts to be hikes and climbs. But also both work with Apple's upcoming Fitness Plus service where you can integrate the Apple Watch with the iPhone, the iPad or the Apple TV and do just a wide variety of guided workouts whenever and pretty much wherever you want. And that's all coming late this year. The major difference between the Series 6 and the SE are all the finishes you can get. Sure, on both the Series 6 and the SE, you can get silver, space gray, and gold aluminum for the regular version, and silver and space gray for the Nike Plus version. And yeah, both have a Nike Plus version, and they cost exactly the same as the regular version. So if you don't want the gold finish and like the Nike Plus bands and watch faces like at all, get one of the Nike Plus ones. You can always switch the Nike Plus to the regular bands and watch faces, but you can't ever switch the regular ones to the Nike Plus. So it's worth getting that as just a bonus. Also, both the regular and Nike Plus have sapphire crystal over the sensors on the back, but ion exchange glass, which is to say chemically hardened glass over the display in the front. It's the same material that's on pretty much every smartphone, but it's still not sapphire crystal. So if you want that back and front, and if you want any other material at all, other than aluminum, you'll have to go with the Apple Watch Series 6 and the even pricier stainless steel or titanium versions. And if you don't think anything like that is worth paying anything extra for, you can save some cash by sticking with aluminum and sticking with the SE. And that's really the whole TLDW of this review, the spoiler I dropped right at the beginning. If you want a modern Apple Watch, but you don't wanna pay Apple Watch Series 6 prices, and none of the extra bleeding edge features that come with the Series 6 are at all compelling to you, never mind deal breakers, then Apple Watch SE is great. And if you wanna save even more money, especially if you're at work or at home or just working from home right now with tons of Wi-Fi and don't see the need to pay dime one extra for your cell phone data or talk or text as well, then check out Ting. Ting offers coverage on Verizon and T-Mobile. So no matter where you are, if and when you go, you'll have more service options in more places. And it works with almost any phone, the iPhone, for sure. Also Google's new Pixel, Samsung's latest Galaxy, the slabs, the folds, the flips, pretty much anything you can put a SIM card in. The average Ting bill is just $23 a month. And that can mean a lot of extra cash to put towards your next iPhone or your next Apple Watch. And with no contracts, no commitments. And since you're watching this video, you can get a $25 service credit to try Ting out. Bring your own phone, bring your own number if you want to. Just go to renee.ting.com and see how much you can save and get $25 off. Seriously, go to renee.ting.com or click the link in the description and start saving with Ting. And clicking on the link just really helps out the channel. To learn more about everything Apple's announcing this fall, click the playlist above. I've got hands-on, reviews, breakdowns, everything. Just click the link and I'll see you in the next video.